Hi, uh, today on the Callahan podcast. Well, I'm uh, getting ready for NBA season, a uh, big season down in the bubble at Disney. Um, and I need a jersey. So I want to get a personalized NBA jersey. I'm getting LeBron, of course. I want the LeBron jersey. And I'm going to put a message on the back, and they won't let me put free Hong Kong. So I have to decide between beware of the Jews and uh, kill the cops. Those are my choices. I'll. Uh, I'll check with my friend Alex Remy. He's going to help me decide. He's also going to defend Woj and LeBron and uh, Adam Silver and Steve Kerr and all the rest of the woke NBAers because that's what Alex does. We'll also uh, tell you about uh, Tucker Carlson's head writer, why he got fired the other day, and why Tucker's going trout fishing this week. Uh, we're getting all that with Alex on the Callahan podcast, which is brought to you as always by our friends at DCU digital federal credit union. Uh, whether you're buying a fir your first home, your dream home, or are looking to refinance the home you love DCU, may have their mortgage pro program to fit your needs and more importantly, your budget. Their mortgage experts will walk you through the application process and help remove the hurdles that make it such a difficult and confusing process. They'll bring you right up to the front steps of home ownership. Learn more about rates and programs or to apply today at dcu.org slash mortgage. DCU is an equal housing lender, NMLS number 466914, insured by NCUA, membership required. Okay, Colony, let's do this. This is the Jerry Callahan Podcast. We're good. We're good. Wow, look who it is. Alex Reamer is back in the house. Reams, tell me if Jerry. this offends you. I got my new NBA jersey, my, my LeBron jersey, because I love LeBron. Good. He's the best. He's he, so has, he has his name He's on so the jersey, great. too, as well. That was new. LeBron's nope. putting his name on his jersey. Uh, I know. I'll, we'll get to why in a second, but I want to know if this bothers you. You get to put political messages on your jersey, just like the the pros do now. And in, uh, in Orlando, in the bubble, they get to put their their woke thoughts. And most of them have basic things. Cullinane's got the list. It's you know equality or justice or I can't breathe. I vote. ordered mine yesterday. Vote is one. Vote. Went, I vote. Yeah, that's important. Vote. Uh, but mine that I got yesterday, it's a LeBron jersey. And tell me if this bothers you. It's uh, It says, beware of the Jews. Does that bother you? Beware of the Jews. It was either, the, it was either that or kill the cop. Kill cops. One word, kill cops. Well, and, you know, they're both obviously they're both obviously important messages in this current woke culture. But I went just for you. I went with beware of the Jews. What do you well, think? That's, well, that's important. I mean, that's like, much like Stephen Jackson and Deshaun Jackson. You have no hate for anybody. You know, peace. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, what's what is the latest on Deshaun? By the way, is he he's agreed to everything? He agreed to have like lunch at lunch with Julian Edelman, and go to the Holocaust Museum. He agreed to a Zoom meeting with a uh, Holocaust survivor, which well, I think already good. happened. The Holocaust survivor invited him to Auschwitz. I'm not sure the guy is going to go with him. He's 94 or 95. But I'll give LaShawn Jackson credit. He's a moron and an anti-Semite, but he's doing it right. He's going to go to the Holocaust Museum in, in D.C. and then go to Auschwitz. If there's, a if there's a video of him touring Auschwitz, you have to admit, that's better than you know sensitivity training or a two-week suspension. As long as he doesn't take like an Instagram or at Auschwitz, <laughs> like a lot of people <laughs> do these days. Like, here I am. Well, Everybody people do that. 
everybody was asking what was Jeffrey Lurie gonna uh, what was he gonna say to all this? Did you see that article that he's been working on a documentary for like six yes. years? Did you see that? Like, what are the odds of that all kind of playing? And it's coming out soon and all that stuff. What are the odds of that? And it's and he's very active you know in the jewish community so i assume that part of the penance for deshaun jackson if he's going to play is to meet with his owner and bend the knee because lurie can't you know can't ignore this he can't let this slide i mean it was as offensive as anything i've ever seen an athlete say when you think about it quoting well, deshaun jack then Hitler. stephen jackson went up to him saying that the jews that's true control the banks the rothschilds but he again no hate to anybody towards that's anyone well. jerry so i don't know what he's not he's not an active player he's you know he's a big you know george floyd activist he considered george floyd his brother they looked alike and Twin. Uh, you know he yeah but but he's not an active player deshaun jackson is in this day and age, you can't let a guy say, you know, the Jews have a plan to dominate the world. Well, I mean, by the do. way, I know, I know you're only half Jewish and you're not all that active, but is that true, Reamer? <laughs> what, well, you, yeah, well, I'm dominating the world. Am I not? I'm doing this show once a week, a, you know, true. freelancing. I mean, what's that domination? <laughs> that's what's the. <laughs> you, you're doing overnights. Yeah. It's, on, uh, it's crazy. Radio. You're right. Uh, I think he's right. He's right. He's referring to you. He's, he's referring not the Rothschilds. <laughs> it's you. Reamer I wish it was. Dominate the world. I wish I was um, a Rothschild. I mean, that sounds pretty good. You own, get all the money. He has a shitty, he has a shitty publicist because he doesn't know the move that everybody who deals with any type of controversy this summer. The move is release a statement quick and then say you're going on vacation for the rest of the summer. That's the that's yeah, the, uh, well, we'll, that's the Tucker. That's the Kimmel. That's the Fallon move. Everybody. <laughs> Uh, although I think Tucker's vacation is a little shorter than Kimmel's, but we'll get to Tucker's uh, um, uh, explanation last night for his uh, his head writer. Turns out is like a Klansman or something, but uh, we'll uh, we'll get to him. I got to explain what I was talking about. If you hadn't seen it, hadn't heard, I um, mean, I suppose people know what happened with Adrian Wojnarowski, uh, that fool with um, Senator Josh Hawley. Josh Hawley sent an email to the NBA asking them if they, among other things, if they would allow slogans like free Hong Kong or God bless America on the jerseys. Cause they have all these other woke expressions. And of course they won't, they would never allow that. And Wojnowski Woj said F you to, uh, to the Senator. He's been suspended for two weeks for that reaction. He's apologized. Even though Josh Hawley doesn't want him suspended, Josh Hawley, I just saw him on TV this morning said, I don't want him suspended. I want him to report. I want them to report on what China is doing. And and you know what I did last night and again this morning? I decided, you know, something different, Reamer. I decided to read up. And when you start reading, reading the stories out of China about the Uyghurs and the concentration camps and the forced sterilization of women, it is brutal. I mean, it's not Nazi Germany, but it's or maybe it's not even North Korea, but it is brutal by our mm. standards. You know, they are not, they're not a civilized nation, at least not this section of China. It is woof, woof. unbelievable what they're doing to the Muslim population. They're yeah. systematically trying to eliminate it. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Yeah, uh, genocide. I agree. Then Correct. I would like Josh Hawley to speak out against Donald Trump, who told Xi Jinping he agrees with the concentration camps in a phone call, according to John Bolton. So if Josh Hawley cares so much about China, why doesn't he speak out against Donald Trump? This is grandstanding. This is bullshit. I have no problem with what Woj did. 
as I wrote yesterday, ESPN should have never suspended him just trying to pander to this guy, Hollies, who's tagging Clay Travis. Hold on. Hold on. I don't understand. I don't hold on a sec, Reamer. Hold on. That's why you're here. Yes. Because you're, you're, you know, a radical and you're an idiot sometimes, but you know, you're not afraid to, to, to back it up or at least attempt to. Why can't Wojnowski do that? Why would you, why would, why saying fuck you to a senator is, is that acceptable when yeah. the guy's asking you to do your job and uh. investigate and report? Okay, like I'm sure jo- Missouri, by the way, every day sets a new record for confirmed COVID cases. I'm sure Josh Howley's constituents give a flying fuck about the ESPN's coverage of the NBA. I mean, what the hell is he doing? It's not about ESPN's coverage oh, of the so NBA. It's about so he ESPN's doesn't, coverage so he doesn't, of China. But who cares about their coverage of China? Josh Hawley is a United States well, senator. Doesn't he have bigger correct, things going on right now? Doesn't he have bigger things he's going on? Yeah, no, he doesn't. Hold he on, does, hold, he on doesn't. hold on, hold on. You, okay. Hold on, Reamer. You just said the word genocide. So there's a genocide yeah. going on in another country. Right. And you think Josh Hawley has other th- more important things? He's yeah. a senator. I'm very proud that he's taken this interest in the in the Uyghur Muslim population. He should press the administration and see what they are doing to stop this genocide. Wouldn't that be more uh, beneficial than go? What would ESPN's coverage of China of the genocide do? One way or the other, it's a non-issue. Well, it would expose. I would tell you what it would do. It would expose people like LeBron and Steve Kerr and Popovich and the rest of these frauds. Hold yeah. on, hold on. The rest of these frauds who do not hesitate to criticize their own country, but never say a word about China, which you, as you just admitted, is committing genocide. Now, you, I realize you're a pinhead liberal, but you have to at least admit it would be nice to have a little coverage of what's going on over there by the company, the uh, ESPN, who's in bed with the NBA and is not covering it. It is not forcing LeBron and others to answer questions about this. That doesn't bother you? Yeah, I think Scott Van Pelt on the Uyghur Muslim population would be very enlightening. It's a sports channel, Jerry. What what are you talking about? You want to cover it? Oh, my God. What happened to you? What What happened to you? What? What is this? Like you spend uh, a crazy weekend down in P Town? I did. And you lose your freaking mind. Why? So, we, so you're right. the NBA you think is more, the NBA? I think Max Kellerman on the Uyghur Muslim population would be very important television. I mean, it's well, a, why not? It's, why not? Why not? it's not just a sports channel right now. They even admitted in that New York Times right. article that because there's no sports, they have to go into the the uh, you know intersection of politics and. Right. They talk, they talk about, well, listen, I wasn't the one like Jerry a couple of years ago who was crying about how political ESPN became. So I'm all for talking about issues. I'm not, I don't cry about that at all. You're wrong. Yes, I don't you cry do. about that at all. I, I, cry, I don't cry about that at all ever. I cry about one sidedness. I cry about lack of balance. Sure. I mean, if you, if they could do politics all day, I, I'd be all for it, but you have to have some balance. Hell, they had one moderate conservative, Will Kane, and he's gone. He went to Fox and Friends and I, I don't blame him. I, you know, probably, he probably felt so outnumbered and I uh, couldn't do his job, but, but it is amazing to me. You who don't mind, you're like me. You don't mind the intersection of sports and politics. Yeah, right about so it. So you have. You have these NBA frauds, these freaking phonies like LeBron, who will call out his own country, his own president, but won't won't say a word about China when they're cashing, when they're they're making billions over there. I said this yesterday. I'll say it again. I looked at it today. There's a video of a store, and there's not one store. There's many, many, many stores that do not allow 
black people in them. Some of those stores sell Nike gear, Nike shoes. That's how LeBron makes his money. That's how Colin Kaepernick, another freaking fraud, makes his money by selling Nike. They don't let black people buy their products. And LeBron doesn't say word one. Kaepernick, of course, never says anything. All he does is cash checks and play the martyr. And Reamer, of all people, says, you know what? They should stick to sports. They should talk about balls and strikes. I mean, are you serious? Oh, no. I'm saying that Josh Howley, if he cares so much, Jerry, why doesn't he talk about why these yeah, administrations? Could you focus on NBA? Could you try to focus because, on the NBA no, oh, it's the for same, one second? Because why did Josh Howley send this, this letter? Show. Because Come on, Reamer. <laughs> Well, I mean, what who's what about the bubble? What's what's happening? Will the shooting see I think we'll get, that the shooting won't be as crisp after this long layoff, which spells trouble for the Boston Celtics. I think. Oh, true, true. Yeah, I mean so, so to- forget Josh Hawley. Now we understand Josh Hawley scares you because he's a young, uh up and coming Republican, smart as hell, could oh, be yeah. president smart in twenty twenty four. Who's tagging who's tagging Clay Travis in his tweets? I mean, looking for retweets. Correct, for because he's Travis. asking the How media to cover oh, God. <laughs> I, I, I'm starting to lose faith in you, Reamer. He's asking the media to do their jobs. We can get the email. He's asking them to do their jobs to cover this important story. The NBA is in business with a country that is forcing sterilization on Muslim women. You don't think that's an important story that should be covered by everybody who covers the NBA. Uh, Let's cover the business of every company then that does work with. I just, I just Googled it. There's a hundred stories about it and I'll give them credit. ABC, NBC, AP, uh, Forbes, business insider, right down the list. I'm still looking for the first mention of the treatment of Muslim Uyghurs in China. The first mention ESPN. Here's my, You, you won't find it. They're covering up for their business partner. And that doesn't bother Alex Reamer because Josh Holly, Josh Holly, Josh Holly. Forget well, Josh Holly. I can't forget him because he's the one who sent this letter. And the reason why I think Woj had the perfect response is because it was disingenuous. Josh Holly does not really care about the plight of the Uyghur Muslims. It's, it's his issue. That's what senators are It's his issue. Do. And why doesn't he talk about how come Donald Trump has about- never said anything about the Uyghur Muslims? Why does he not talk about it if it's such a if it's so yeah, important? I'm wondering how long it takes me to get to. He should. How's that? He okay, should. good. So how come Josh Hawley doesn't write a letter to Donald Trump asking him to speak out against he's, the Uyghur Muslims? Taking, I would say, as president the of the United States, he has a bigger platform than uh, you know, uh, 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 L. Duncan, uh, you know, on Sports Center to cover it. I mean, really. I mean, what are <laughs> we'll we talking about? Too, by the way, oh. we'll get to L. Duncan. But le- oh, okay, let me finish my explanation. You go on the NBA website, you want to buy a jersey, they will allow you to put slogans on there, just like the players in Orlando, except for LeBron. He's not going to do it because they didn't ask him first. They didn't ask him his opinion and allow him to help develop the, uh, the, the, the gimmick. So he was offended. So he just put his name on there. The rest of the guys are going to have equality and justice and social justice and all the rest of these stupid woke slogans. Why is so somebody went... So, Somebody went on uh, the website and tried to buy a jersey and tried to buy it with free Hong Kong, which, by the way, is a good, important slogan. If you're looking for justice around the world, these are real freedom fighters fighting this tyrannical government in Hong Kong. LeBron and Steve Kerr and the rest of these goddamn phonies don't care, but it's a real issue, a real story. So the guy, uh, David Hookstead, and we could play it if, if we want here, the uh, 
He tried to buy free Hong Kong. They said, no deal. Rejected. Then he tried to buy um, Beware the Jews and uh, Kill Cops. Um, and it was A-OK. You can buy a shirt that says Kill Cops, but not uh, free Hong Kong. I think that's since been uh, rectified, correct, Galen? You can, I, you can. I, but I, initially, I, you can buy a shirt that says "Kill Cops." I'm not sure. I'm not sure who would want to wear that out in public. But this day and age, you never know. But that's okay. LeBron said he will not put a slogan, even though he is the uh, the most uh, the most fearless social justice warrior out there. He won't put equality or you know whatever George Floyd on there because they didn't consult with him first which, as uh, Turtle Boy said yesterday, is the most LeBron thing that LeBron has ever done. Said, no, I'm not going to do it because you didn't check with me first. Like he's, They can't uh, develop a policy without checking with their, 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 you know, a player, a player. But yeah, anyway. I mean, LeBron's the greatest uh, off the court and on the court. I, I, have, I have no issue with LeBron James at all. And anybody who does is just, you know, you, you're a moron, frankly. And, uh, right. and I don't, so wanna, and I don't want to guess your true motives. If you want, uh, what, what what would be your true motives? Uh, not be- not liking somebody like LeBron James who represents what he represents, who represents equality, racial justice. I mean, these are all very well, good the things. same thing Steve Kerr represents. I mean, Steve Kerr's just as obnoxious, in my opinion. No, I know, but um, there's but there's a but special again, venom. Again, again Reamer, again, Reamer, if they wanted to do what I did for 10 minutes, Google and read about the atrocities committed in China. Maybe something it would trigger something okay, in see, them, and so they would is, so find is, the courage to speak out. That's this is all. the other issue, though, with the Muslim. I mean, LeBron James. I agree. He acted cowardly last year when he chose profit over principle Excellent. and and did not Excellent. back up Daryl Morey. I agree. But how does that nullify Excellent. what he? But how does that nullify what he has to say about? Uh, the George Floyd murder or Black Lives Matter. How does that nullify because, his points on race? Again, uh, again, I guess you weren't listening to me, but black people can't buy Nike products in China. And LeBron knows this and says nothing. And again, the day he ripped Drew Brees was the day they outlawed criticism of the Chinese national anthem in Hong Kong. They made a law against it. That day, yeah, so- he, he ripped Drew Brees for saying he would never kneel for the anthem. He is. Uh, he sticks his finger to the wind. He, he says whatever's trendy. He's uh, he's he's gutless. So LeBron has compromised on China like every other business entity in the country, if not the world. Well, not 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 Josh Hawley. He criticized them. Josh uh-huh. Hawley is compromised. Josh as we said, if he was truly serious about shedding a light on the plight of the Uyghur Muslims, he would talk about this administration's silence on that. So he does not I care think, I think- at all. I think calling out the media and demanding they cover it is is uh, a big step. The media does um, cover it, especially especially when he just exposed ESPN for the uh, for for the compromise. Talk about compromised. ESPN is compromised. They're in business with China, so they are looking the other way. He points out, and again, you can read up. Points out the atrocities being uh, conducted in this country. And ESPN will not cover it. Again, exposed ESPN. You used to be a media critic, Reamer. You used to be a prominent media critic. Okay, yes, very prominent. New England, you were. You were the only one. You were the only media critic. And now you are defending a media entity because you hate Trump so much. And now I guess you hate Josh Hawley. But you hate them so much. You're covering up for ESPN because uh, they clearly – it's unbelievable. The criticism is – why don't you people cover the story? And the response is, 
fuck you to a yeah, senator. That, that, that's a great. But, yeah. but to be clear, there get there is no coverage for Josh Hawley if if he doesn't say fuck you. <laughs> nobody was who nobody was going to cover that story, or at least it hasn't appeared that they were going to cover that story. They're just yeah, doing it because of Woj. What? So you, what do you think that was by design? You think that that's how Wojanowski brought it to our attention? By no, saying, I don't, no, I don't. Fuck you to a senator. I'm just saying, I actually think that Holly's coming from a good place because he doesn't know who the fuck's going to cover that thing. He's he's assuming he's sending a letter and nobody will cover it. He got lucky that Woj did that, to be honest with well, you. Well, and, and it's red meat for, for all these idiots like, you know, who Jerry. And, and here's the thing, too, Jerry. I was a blogger yeah. for a sports radio station. Josh Holly is a United States senator. He's not a media hey, we're critic. Talking he is about a United ESPN. States senator. We're talking okay. about ESPN and ABC and NBC and we're talking about the media Mr. Media Critic and you are just you're rationalizing why ESPN didn't cover this story the the uh, uh the senator is just uh, exposing them as, you like the senator exposing fraud. them again again is the senator yeah, a talk radio host them. or a US senator I mean he's a senator and he's pointing out it, it, this is incredible to me and that's why we have you here because you represent the insane left that's what you do you and you do it proudly you supported Bernie Sanders god knows now you probably support Antifa and Black Lives Matter and all the the, the yeah, lawlessness across the country but now you're defending China in a way you're defending China I'm not, I'm not. who are sterilizing who are sterilizing Muslim women and discriminating discriminating against African people across the country that's okay with you because you hate Trump and you hate Josh Hawley do that's, I exactly, that right? that's exactly what I said. Correct. Yes. No, it's just fraudulent. Josh Hawley doesn't care about China. He's upset that the NBA is promoting racial justice because he knows that his voters are racist. I just they don't went like over that. with you, Alex. So, they, don't let, they don't let black people buy their shoes in China. How's, the, that, how's that defending or exposing racial justice? I mean, it doesn't. Racial justice. So if you don't speak out about the atrocities in China, you cannot speak out about domestic issues. Is that how that works? Of course, you can speak out about anything you want. I'm all for speech, more speech, not less speech. Your side is the one trying to suppress speech. But I will say this again, and maybe you agree with me on this. I think this experiment uh, in Disney, in Orlando, is going to fail miserably for a number of reasons. But uh, it feels contrived. It feels like the wrong time, the wrong place um, to uh, to do this. Uh, and these social justice slogans. And by the way, they're going to paint Black Lives Matter on their court, which is a move that is just a noxious move. I mean, anyone. Why is that obnoxious? Because because, you know, I know you. I call you dumb, but you're not dumb. You know what Black Lives Matter stands for. You know, they're Marxists. You know, they don't they want to end capitalism, defund the police, open the borders. As I said to you you last week, what's the bad part? You uh, this is why you're here, because you are you you're a true believer. You are a true believer. You're a fellow traveler. I understand that most Americans, the people they're trying to get to watch the games do not agree with Black Lives Matter. You, you I disagree. Agree with that. They no, they do agree with Black Lives Matter. Whoa, 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 whoa! I just gave you the condensed version of their agenda. We know it yes. goes much deeper. We know they're into transgender rights and oh all kinds God. of. Oh my God, the horror! Okay, okay. Let me ask you this: We'll just look at a few rights. of the most. We'll look at a few of the more important planks. You know, from the and and uh, they don't hide it. You can go to the website. You can read it. I've done it. They want to disrupt the nuclear family. They want to defund the police. They want to open the borders. They want to end capitalism. You think most people agree with that agenda? 
Uh, what? How many were there? Forty plus million unemployed in this country right now. How's capitalism working for everybody during this? Oh, pandemic? Jesus. Is it working oh, well? Jesus. How are we oh, doing? Jesus. Here we go. How are we doing? We're getting, we're getting the full reamer today. We're getting. The how are we doing? Reamer. How are we doing? Um, how many so millions think, of Americans were kicked off their health care over the last couple of months? It was you know, so you think four five point four million. Capitalism's to blame for the unemployment rate. Uh, the fact that we don't have a government that's giving everybody what they need to survive in this time is pretty Government's grotesque. Give, you know, it's supposed to give you opportunity, and that's but what, what the, it does. Okay, but, but they're anyway. not because the government is shutting down businesses. Okay. So if you if you can't operate, oh, then we agree. We agree. It's it's this totalitarian uh, tendency of governors like Charlie Baker, Gavin Newsom, Andrea Co- and Andrew Cuomo, Cuomo. These tyrants, these petty tyrants, they're the problem. California is getting shut down again. You can't get a haircut in California again. You can't go to the gym because, you know, they locked down before and it went so well. Lockdowns don't work, but we don't have to get into that right now. All right. Today's episode brought to you by FlagshipWealth.com slash retirement. I am speaking slower or attempting to because I am affected by every single thing that is tweeted at me on Twitter. And somebody said I was speaking too fast. So I'm going to adjust. FlagshipWealth.com slash retirement. Now, when you go there, you can request the guide managing your money in retirement. What's in that guide is everything you would need to know, need to prepare in order for those next phases of your life, whether you want to move to Florida and play golf every day like Dino or whatever. Plenty of information in that guide. So it's flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. I keep talking about consolidating my 401ks. That's what I did with Dave. My wife had a couple. I had a couple. Let's put them all in one place where it is actively managed by a professional who knows what he's doing. That's Dave McDonough. I've known the guy for 10 years, used to produce his radio show. Uh, He should do a podcast. I don't know why he's not doing a podcast, but he's uh, best in the business, honestly. Uh, Go get that guide, flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. It's managing your money in retirement. Uh, It's got plenty of information there for you. defines all your retirement needs. Go get it. If you can't remember the URL, it's in the show notes or sometimes it's on our social posts flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Is that slow enough for you, Twitter? Flagshipwealth.com slash retirement. Member F-I-N-R-A S-I-P-C. I really do want your opinion on this and maybe Cullinane's too. In a couple of weeks or whenever, I don't even know when they start, but they're already in Disney. They're already in Orlando. One player has already been, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, quarantined. Re-quarantined. <laughs> Requarantine, sent to solitary confinement. He's like, he's like Andy Dufresne. He's going in the hole because he ordered takeout. No, we went to pick up takeout, right? Right. Because you can order takeout, but you can't. But they don't deliver it, it, so it you have to go pick it up. And so yeah, what, who's he's a Sacramento King? I don't even know who he is. Who's the player? Uh, Rashawn Holmes, I think. Rashawn Holmes. So Rashawn yes. Holmes ordered takeout, went to pick it up, so pick up a pizza or whatever. He has been sent to the hole. He can't practice. He can't play. Uh, that doesn't matter. I mean, if that's if that were Steph Curry, it's one thing. It's some other. But but I think when the country turns in, tunes in, they're going to feel like it's kind of contrived, and they're going to feel like the whole social justice agenda is being shoved in their faces, despite the fact that Alex Reamer is all in on their agenda. Most of America is not. They're going to feel that it's going to turn them off. It's not going to work. That's my prediction. This, I mean, how long are they there for? A month? How long does this season last? It's supposed to last until you know, October. Two months? October. It's supposed to last until October. Uh, yeah. And then what? They take a month off and start up a new season? Correct. Yep. 
<laughs> it's like you too much. About this on sports radio, Reamer. Uh, we're excited about it. Absolutely. You know, I, I think know, that the I, Lakers I, are still the favorite despite Avery Bradley sitting out and the injury to Rondo does hurt. As you know, Jerry has quite a playoff resume, but I'm not betting against LeBron right now. I think all it all depends on the announcers, right? Are the announcers going to pu- push the social justice bullshit on us too? Well, I mean, I what do you think? What do you think, Colin? Well, we got to wait. We got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. An announcer for years, for like thirty years, an announcer for Sacramento. Again, Sacramento. A guy said all lives matter and got fired. Yeah. Um, I'll revisit. I'll revisit that for the rest of my life. That's the most unbelievable uh, injustice. Play by play guy said all lives matter and they fired him. So what do you think? These these announcers are going to go over the top. They're going to celebrate Black Lives Matter. They're, they're going to be just. Uh, they'll probably have slogans on their you know on their shirts too. It's going to be just obnoxious. What is, is what oh, it's going to yeah. be obnoxious? So obno- yeah, and it's okay. What do you think, Reamer? Since I just told you, I think it's going to fail miserably. What do you think? Uh, I think it might be lame, but not because of Black Lives Matter. I mean, Black Lives Matter has gained more support over the last two months than it did in the previous two years combined. It is increasing at an accelerating rate. People understand what's happening. So this, I mean, no, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick's understand. Nike shoe sells out like crazy. Nike stock stores. Kaepernick is good business. Black not Lives Matter Wuhan. is good business. What do you mean not in Wuhan? No. They don't let black people. Okay, buy it. you're right. You're right. Well, let's well, let, well, let's dedicate an entire week of the Jerry Callahan pod. I'm so glad that you're really in tune to this issue. We haven't mentioned it before. Um, so I know. It's, it's a not good opp- issue, though. It's, it's not opportunistic like or anything. It. Yeah. It, it so- exposes people like you. Well, not you. See, I, again, I can't. People often ask me why I like you and why I have you on. It's because you're the real thing. I don't think Steve Kerr is. I don't think LeBron is. They care. LeBron the most honest thing he's ever done is put his name on his jersey because you're supposed to put a cause that's near and dear to your heart on your mm-hmm. jersey, you know, whether it's racial justice or economic justice or economic equality or whatever. Oh he put goodness. his name because that's what's important to him. Reamer really believes this nonsense. Really, Reamer really believes in the Black Lives uh, Matter agenda. Most people don't. They don't want to end capitalism. I'm sorry. Do you know, do you know what Black Lives Matter means? As a, as a black friend of mine told me, do you know what Black Lives Matter means, Jerry? It means you have, that you have, you have a black friend. Wow. I have, I have a few. Impressed. It means that your life is worth more than ten dollars. That's what that means. So I am in. I favor. don't understand. Because George Floyd was killed, or $20, I'm sorry, because George Floyd was killed over a counterfeit $20 bill. So it shows that your life is worth more than $20. And I agree with that message. How much much was the woman's life who George Floyd uh, held a gun to her stomach and uh, robbed her? How much was her life? Oh, so now we've gone to George Floyd as the bad guy. Now I missed this turn. I mean, he's not the bad guy, but he wasn't a great guy. It's a little crazy that we're building, you know, statues to the man now, tearing down, you know, Abe Lincoln and putting up George Floyd, an armed robber. I I have a new take on the statues. I say tear them all down. I mean, who cares about statues at all? Have you ever noticed a Christopher Columbus statue in Boston? No. Oh, yes, I have, uh, because it's right there, the entrance to the North End. uh, And I went looking for it when I got beheaded. I couldn't find the Lincoln statue, and I... I uh, gave up looking. I asked, I told you this before I asked a bunch of people if they knew where it was. It's in uh, Park Square and, and no one knew. <laughs> no one knew. And it offended Marty Wall, she decided. It is amazing that these statues weren't a big deal four years ago. Now they have to come down. I don't understand why you want yeah. to tear down Abe Lincoln. Why do you want to tear down Abe Lincoln or Ulysses S. Grant? Why? why? 
I mean, I'm, uh, I'm all this- for putting it to a vote if the public says, you know, if the people decide they want to take it down, that's fine. But why do you want to let the mob take down Abe Lincoln? Yeah, Ulysses Grant is a strange one because he was the general for the good guys. I mean, that was that's a- yeah, he was Alex. Yes, he <laughs> was. He was probably the second most important guy when it comes to freeing this. Your you know freeing slaves, freeing African Americans. But um, I don't want to get into statues. Statue. I mean, it's a little it's, trite and cliche. I'm glad you trite. And this is not, by the way, this is not trite. And I think you know it. You know. I don't believe you. I don't believe that you think Wojanowski's response was appropriate when he could have. He's a smart guy. I know him. He's a good writer. He could have crafted a nice two, three paragraph response, done what you just did, called, said to Josh Hawley, you know, why don't you whatever attack Trump? You know, why don't you focus on this, this and this? You know, Wojanowski could say, I'm a sports reporter. He generally is just a scoop guy right a transaction guy like adam Schefter. Yeah, he, 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 he usurps press releases no he breaks news i mean it doesn't really matter to me like who the whatever who the phoenix but he doesn't break news that a team wouldn't eventually release otherwise like Schefter. you know what i'm saying right yes but they they get news first. They get eyeballs to the, you know, I think he's, I don't really watch sports center these days, but I think he's on there when he has news to break. Right. He could have responded. Instead, he writes, fuck you to a Senator. And I don't understand it. I even looked at the time to see if maybe it was like a drunk tweet <laughs> and it wasn't. I mean, I don't think. And immediately he gets uh, called out. I mean, what time was that Dave? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Adrian Wojnarowski and I realize he's a moonbat. He's a liberal. He's probably to the left of you. But how is a smart guy like Adrian, like Woj, think that's appropriate? I don't, uh, because I don't get Josh Holly is is trolling, and that's how you respond to trolls. Josh Holly just cc'd him. It was to Adam Silver, another coward. Adam Silver, you know, who will never. In fact. What was it? A week ago, Adam Silver was saying, "Oh, we just have disagreements, you know, with China." There's, you know, there's not one right way to run a country. I mean, he will never, ever. They should, they could turn into Nazi Germany and start exterminating Muslims. And Adam Silver won't say a word. But Adam Silver's response, at least he didn't say "f you." But Woj immediately apologizes and immediately gets. Well, shortly thereafter, gets suspended. You know, begs for forgiveness. I'm thinking. Why'd you do it in the first place? I realize it's a dumb I, question. I, I, asked you, I asked you that yesterday. I don't think you really gave me an answer. Like, what do, what do you think he really was trying to accomplish? Because I don't know. If somebody if somebody replies to me with something like that, I do exactly what he did. I post it on social media. He's the number one NBA beat reporter. He's the most well known out there. I'm clearly going to take that and go right to Twitter with it. He had to know that was going to happen. So I'd almost expect he, here's, here's what I think it was. And here's, here's what happened, by the way. Here's what happened. He wrote that idiotic response, two words to a senator, and he got applause from LeBron James. He got free woge from LeBron, and he got uh, applause from all the blue check marks. You know, Jamel Hill thought it was wonderful. These ESPN colleagues stand with woge. They didn't care that it was unacceptable and offensive or whatever. They just know that he's attacking a Republican and they're with him. He's, you know, he's a, a good liberal. So they supported him. And you know what? When he ever, he's not allowed in Orlando, I guess. But when he finally goes back to work, LeBron will take good care of him they, because they think 
because they think in a way telling Josh Hawley to, to screw was a way to support LeBron and the rest of the frauds who will not say a word about China. So I guess my answer would be he ingratiated himself with some really important people. Well, it was, also, players. It was also authentic and real. He didn't just go to like Twitter to get Twitter applause and say, fuck you. And first of all, he would have got absolutely creamed by his employer, employer if he did that. But you can tell it, it was a passionate, emotional, emotional response. So whether you like or hate it, at least it was real. Right. I think he's got- and you know what? It feels like a good career move in the long run, a good career move, because the NBA is, you know, the players. That's the league where the players are the most important. LeBron's the most important player. And the rest of these guys, you know, Steph Curry, these guys, probably Russell Westbrook. They probably said, you know what? That was that was a cool thing he did. I will keep that in mind and I will, uh, you know, I'll take care of. Woj at some point. So, how, so that would be my answer. It's a good career move. Well, in the long name? run, what's the name at the post that he's going subscription service. He'll become a, uh, That's I'm sure true. he already makes millions with the SBNs, but he'll with, with the SBN, but he'll triple that according to the New York post. I know the guy in the post did the math too, yeah. figuring out how much money he could make. You know, he could make like 10 million bucks if he went subscription. I believe it to an extent because there are people that are just fanatic NBA fanatics and can't get enough NBA, you know, same with NFL. I think if Schefter ever went subscription, it'd be huge. But, uh, and I would have no interest at all in, you know, Adrian Wojnarowski's, you know, newsletter where he talks about transactions and D League guys and all that. But don't make it sound so exciting. <laughs> so you're all in on the summer, whatever they're calling it. What are they calling it? The, the, the bubble? The bubble. No, I mean, I, I, I think people are vastly underestimating how weird and frankly boring it will be to watch these games with no fans. People are really underestimating what a, what a crucial part of the sports experience that is. These will look like practices and people are all excited That's now. Sports are coming back, but I think baseball is boring with 35,000 people in the stands. <laughs> Try it with zero. I mean, really. That is a good point, Reamer. I forgot about that. No fans, so they're going to have fake crowd noise. I read that yesterday. They're really going to put cheesy. in fake crowd, uh, which will be cheesy. And then people are going to turn in, tune in. They're going to have these stupid slogans and Black Lives Matter and all this, and they're going to say, this This is not a game. This is not a – if LeBron wins, it's not a real championship. There's a major asterisk on that. You're right. I mean, I've watched some golf um, this summer. They've had tournaments, obviously, every week. They're going to have – I think eight more and none of them were going to have fans. I thought they would have some fans. I thought they would let in a few thousand friends and family. That's what the foot, that's what football is going to do. That's what it has to do. You can't play in an empty football stadium when, if it seats a hundred thousand for like a Michigan game, you got to let in 20,000, don't you? 30,000, you got it. And just say, whatever, mm. keep your distance, pretend it's a, it's a measure to, to prevent the virus, but you got to let some fans in, don't you? Uh, if it's okay, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if they'll be allowed to. If they'll be advised to, I don't know. I have. I have serious doubts about any of these sports finishing. They're all going to start. Obviously, I mean, they are starting, but I don't know how they're going to finish. I mean, even from a competitive standpoint, too. Like the Rockets right now, Russell Westbrook test positive for COVID, so he's in quarantine. James Harden hasn't shown up for some reason. Like, let's say I'm the Bucks and I'm in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then Giannis and Chris Middleton get COVID. I mean, what is that? Just tough break? I mean, how would anybody think that that well, uh, is legitimate? You know? Well, that's the question. Football, what if the, the virus goes through the quarterback room, the quarterback meetings, or the offensive line? What if Tampa Bay getting ready to play opening day? They're playing New Orleans. 
and the offensive linemen, you know, like six of them all get the virus. And Brady, Brady's life depends on some guy that they signed off the street. I mean, it, it will be an issue, but it's, it's better than nothing. They know they have to play. They know they have to try. Uh, and they will, and you know, it's if people get hurt, it's better than nothing. Hurt. Football, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you with football, it's better than nothing. But like, I mean, even golf, I, I know it was a meaningless tournament, but Justin Thomas hits probably the best putt I've seen since who was the guy who hit that huge Ryder Cup putt in 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 Brookline? Remember that? Like, and Justin, the, fact Justin that Leonard. Was, the fact that there was nobody there to cheer that on, I, I didn't even get up off the yeah. couch. I didn't. It was just an awkward. I don't know. It was. It's just weird without fans. It's stupid. All it's around. Stupid. It's. I, I don't know. I don't know if you're aware of this. Golf is outside, outdoors, in the sun, in the breeze. People can keep their distance. You can let, I mean, you don't have to let 50,000 people in like Phoenix does, but you can let in whatever, eight, 10,000 and have some noise and have some buzz. It's, it's stupid. It's overreaching over. It's overreaction, just like everything else people are doing in response to the virus. I saw a lot. I'm following all these numbers of college football. They, we talked about this last week. Uh, Clemson, Alabama, and LSU, perhaps the three most important programs, have been accused of giving their players the virus on purpose. Have you seen that one, Reamer? When uh, they want to get it over with, they can't afford to get an outbreak in October. So when they got there, I think they just arrived and they tested Clemson. Thirty-seven players tested positive. Right, Kentucky, Kentucky, which is not one of the most important programs, tested. I think it was a hundred and something players, 50 coaches in person. And they tested almost 200 people, zero, zero tested positive. So Kentucky, I don't know why there would be such a disparity. One Kentucky versus Clemson. If Clemson is not <laughs> guilty as charged. And I don't even know if that's a, is that unethical? To, to yes. I would say it's unethical. I, I would say it's unethical. Yes. When like 20% of hospital I would say it's visits- unethical result in ventilation for, yes unethical for a, for a 350 pound nose guard i'd say that's unethical he's vulnerable yeah that, but, that that's you know. listen college football is not i mean they're doing the slow dance where now we're only doing conference games and then they'll slice the schedule in half and i mean if it's not safe for a football player to sit in an econ 101 lecture you can't make the argument that it's safe to play football like it, that's not going to happen well, they're not paid they're not professionals it. It is safe to see, sit in a lecture. They should be. They sh- never should have left school. That's the safest place for them. They should leave them on campus. Should have a rule: you can't go home or go visit your grandmother, but you have to stay on campus. You have to play. You have to go to school. It's crazy. Yeah. They're doing it everywhere else in the world. All yeah, over Jerry, Europe, they're back in school. But everywhere else in the world has much more control of the virus than we do. Not true. That's Not so true. true. What, what control? Not true. I mean, once once you know, Democrat governors stopped killing senior citizens. Oh my! The death God. rate plummeted. Now you have more cases, but you have way fewer deaths. Jerry. That's what matters. Jerry. That's what it, matters. It, it, as we know, the deaths lag behind the cases by a couple weeks, if not a month. So we'll see on that. Florida has its hospitalizations going way up, as suspected. I mean, you can't be serious, Jerry. Well, you know that we're fine, doing the worst I mean, job. We're doing the worst job in the world at containing this coronavirus, and it should be an outrage no, not for if all. You eliminate, I mean, if you eliminate New York and New Jersey, uh, you know, the, the New York, if New York was a country, it would have the fourth highest death Jerry. rate in the world. What is it, it now, though? Country. They controlled because their outbreak. Mismanagement by, mismanagement by liberal governors like Cuomo, like Baker, like Murphy, you have this, uh, the, the numbers are distorted. And because of Black Lives Matter protests, which spread the virus, and I'm okay with that, by the way, 
because most of them are young. They'll get it. They'll get through it. They'll be fine. I, I'm okay with it. That's why the age of the infected went so far, went down so quickly. Yeah, because, because they're going to bars. They're, they're going, the Black Lives Matter protest. They're going to Black Lives Matter no, rallies. Jerry, That's Jerry the Black Lives Matter protest did not have caused any COVID spike. I mean, yes, that's been known. Yeah, of course it did. It did not. It did not. Why did who told you it didn't? Chris Hayes bo- or uh, Rachel Maddow? Both actually, but in but in but in Boston, okay. in, hold on, in Boston, only one point three percent of those who attended Black Lives Matter protests tested positive for COVID. One point three percent. Alex, do you realize in New York, the people who were tracing the virus were ordered not to ask? They could not ask if the infected person went to a Black Lives Matter rally. You don't think those numbers are legit, do you? Well, New York City is not even blaming them. I'm not even blaming them. I don't care. You could go to a black, just like you could go to a rally a couple weeks before asking to go into asking the government to allow you to go back to work or go back to your open your business. Those people, they were fighting for a real cause, Mm. saving their lives, saving their businesses. They weren't fighting for, you know, Marxism. They weren't fighting to fund the police. They were fighting for, to, to allow the, the government to allow them to earn a living. But anyway, anyway, how could you say that it doesn't spread it? If you believe it spreads by people in close contact, shouting, talking, you know, in crowds, why could you? How, what makes you think they didn't spread it? Because the numbers show sense. me. I mean, New York City has seen what its numbers? corona. Alex, Jerry. that's not legitimate. Jerry, Jerry, I told you 1.3% of those who attended protests that's in Boston. Yes, that's, a, that's a number. I do believe that. It was released by the governor's office. I believe it. And second of all, um, New York the other day had its first day since March with no coronavirus deaths. New York has controlled the outbreak despite all the protests. So that tells me it's not spreading the there either. The, the, the best estimate is that Andrew Cuomo murdered 6,300 senior citizens. And you're going to give him credit for controlling the outbreak? I mean, um, he, he, uh, no, insane. he did a terrible job at the start of it, but now they have it more under control. And I mean, look, Germany, right? 35 new cases per 1 million residents over the last week. U.S., 1,100 new cases per 1 million residents. Right. We are so far behind tests? the rest of the world. How many new tests? By the way, Cuomo, Killer Cuomo, was on Jimmy Fallon last night. So the guy... Uh, I mean, there are thousands of people still mourning their parents and grandparents because of this monster and they couldn't have funerals. They couldn't uh, have wakes and they had their, their grandparents and parents died alone. And what does this clown do? He goes on and giggles with Jimmy Fallon or goes on with his brother and yucks it up. He's disgusting. Even you, even a Democrat has to be just repulsed by killer Cuomo. But I don't want to go back over that. I'm, I'm, he, he just drives me insane. Whether you're working from home or just working out, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your friend or your, your roommate, your kids are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. I know I do. But before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out wireless earbuds from Raycon. You already know Raycon wireless earbuds start at about half the price of the other premium wireless earbuds on the market. I know I've done this. I've tried the really expensive ones. It ain't worth it. The sound is just as good, maybe even better with Raycons. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best ones yet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, and more compact design that gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. 
Raycon wireless earbuds are so comfortable, perfect for conference calls or binging on podcasts or going to the gym. Unlike some of your other wireless options, Raycom earbuds are both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires. Hate those dangling wires and no stems to distract anyone during your video calls. As you know, the company was co-founded by Ray J and a bunch of celebrities swear by their Raycons. People like Snoop Dogg and Melissa Etheridge and J.R. Smith. Pick up a pair today and see what all the hype is about. Now's the time to get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash Callahan. That's buyraycon.com slash Callahan for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. Buyraycon.com slash Callahan. I got to get your take, Alex, because this is big, 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 big. You're winning. You're winning the culture war. I'm giving you that. You finally got rid of the Redskins name and logo you know how i know i saw the press release that had that but the said, redskins <laughs> it, had, it had the logo and the name and it said we've decided to get rid of the logo and the name and it was right. i don't know if they were trolling or it was an oversight but it was funny that the redskins announced that they're getting rid of the logo in the name with the logo and the name but well yeah we we think the new name has been decided upon with they've decided, but they are dealing with trademark issues. One guy in DC. Oh, I don't even know if he's in DC, but one guy registered the trademark name for or whatever, bought the trade of 27 different possible names, including the lead, the ones we've heard like uh, warriors and red tails and red Hawks. One guy stole all those names before Daniel Snyder could make a move, which is, Pretty smart. I assume he's just waiting for his price, waiting for them to pay his price so they can buy the name. I think it's going to be Warriors, which I like because it's sort of an Indian thing. And, you know, within a year or two, there'll be people demanding they change that, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's long overdue, and I don't care about any sports team's name. I mean, the slippery soap argument means nothing to me. I mean, change them all. It's just a name, really. And I, I always think this, too, like if you're – uh, Daniel Snyder, he obviously didn't want to change it. He said he would never, ever change it. FedEx forced him to change it. So now what he can do is cash in, right? You could sell uh, millions of you know, shirts and hats day one if you have a new name and a new logo, can't you? Wouldn't that be cool? Maybe, you know, some people will, will be upset about it, but you don't have to have uh, like a dumb nickname, like, you know, like Red Sox. If the Red Sox were forced to change, they could come up with a name that makes a lot more sense than naming them after a sock. <laughs> it's like the new names, you know, like, like, like San Jose sharks. That's cool. They got a cool logo. People want to yeah. buy that. People want right. to, that is cool color. It's teal. Why can't, if you're the Redskins come up with a cool name, a cool logo and say, you know, 20% off today only and cash in. I mean, I know Snyder wasn't, didn't want to do this. And by the way, won't Redskins, Stuff won't Redskins swag be in demand too before it goes away? Like people will no, want black, black market stuff that's that's on the black market. I don't think they're going to be permitted to sell it anymore. It is funny, like Nike won't won't sell it. Nike again, Nike who will uh, use child labor, you know, pay thirteen cents an hour to some slaves in China to make their stuff, but they're concerned with the uh, you know the Native Americans, so they won't sell Redskins stuff. Is there a bigger bunch of hypocrites than Nike? 
Well, I'm glad. I'm glad you're knowing how how terrible these big corporations are and how disingenuous they are. I'm glad you finally have caught on to me. So, why do you get? Why are you against Marxism again? What's the? Oh God, please! Because two things lifted the world, like half the world, out of poverty. Two things: capitalism and fossil fuels. That's it. Without capitalism and fossil fuels, it's still the be eighty percent of the world would still be in abject poverty. That's why. Capitalism works. People, by human nature, our nature is to be capitalists, to be competitors, to get up out of bed like you do every day, hustle for uh, to make a living, write for six different websites, and do podcasts, and and come on here with me. Um, that's capitalism. Communism is just it it de incentivizes, it destroys the competitive spirit. That's why. Does that make any sense to you, Alex? I don't, I'm not advocating for communism, but I'm advocating for what they have in Germany and other European countries where everyone can get health care and live and be happy. That's not, that's not what Bernie Sanders wants. He wants socialism. But why do you play in the gay? Why do you play in the gay flag football league? Because for, com- for, right? for the camaraderie and the friendships uh, that I make. Well, they have great camaraderie in those concentration camps for Muslims in China. The people all they love it. They get along great, especially when they're holding the women down and sterilizing them against their will. It's wonderful. Someday you are going to spend some time. Maybe you got some time to kill reading about it and you're going to be just appalled. And you're going to come on here with me and say, you are right. The NBA should be shining the light on this, on these atrocities. China is not, you know, what's going to happen too, by the way, it's going to be a huge issue in whenever the presidential campaign begins. I don't know. October. Because there's a lot of audio and video of Biden defending China, of, oh, of Hunter Biden. Jerry, making- nobody cares about that. And you, we care about the fact that we have an economic Great Depression, 130,000 deaths. I mean, please, that's all this is about, a referendum on so the, how does, this how man. How is that a winning issue for Biden? How is a, 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 how is a coronavirus a winning issue for Biden who criticized Trump for stopping the flights from oh, China? stop it with he that. Didn't? I mean, enough. So well, he did one, hey, so he did said, one okay, thing I mentioned China. Ago. I mentioned China as an issue in the campaign, and you said, no, it's not. It's all about the virus. So I mentioned the virus, and you say, stop with that. Which is it, Alex? Oh, the, the China, I'm so bored with that. I mean, so he did one thing months what ago. I mean, how about, about Jerry, we are they're doing the worst by far in terms of containing this virus. It's embarrassing. It's depressing. It's, it's causing mass destruction that it never had to cause if we had a government that actually planned ahead. Okay, that's not true. But anyway, it's uh, very true. And it's quite disturbing that you don't see that. See what? Okay, give me a quick. This is the worst president ever. Hold on. Two or three three bullet points on your criticism, your major criticism of the administration and how they've handled the virus. We lead the world in deaths and we have a great depression. No other Western country has that. Of course, of course, uh, Democrat governors have shut down the economy. People, the, people didn't go out of business. People didn't lose their jobs because of the virus. They they lost their jobs because of the overreaction of of tyrants like Charlie Baker, Andrew Cuomo, Gavin Newsom. That that's why we're having a great Jerry, if depression. If we had no restrictions that, in place, we'd have like half a million dead by now, which would not be good for the economy not, either. No, once we understood who. Who died? Once we understood who was vulnerable, we understood how to protect them. If here's what I still don't understand: if kids go back to school, how does it affect their grandmother who's already quarantined, who's already staying home, staying inside, not interacting with her grandkids? Who cares whether a kid goes to school 
or goes to the park or goes stays in his basement? What's the difference? Well, you know those high scores, Jar. You're dying to hang out with the septuagenarians. I mean, you know that. I mean, they're just they're but uh, uh, I, but that, kids. That's why death rates are going down because we've stopped the carnage in New York. We've stopped Cuomo from killing grandmas. Jerry, kids should go. I agree. Kids should go back to school, but we need to find out how they can do it safely. In order for them to do it safely, we need funding for that to happen. You can't tell the schools to open and not give them the resources to open. He hasn't spent enough. You're going off the rails here. I'm going to let you. uh, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers right now. It is amazing. It is amazing how bad they handle things in New York and New Jersey and Massachusetts. Scary. But, um, I agree. Terrible. Um, but we haven't more under control now, though. We'll probably, you know, explode again because we're opening gyms and indoor seven, restaurants. 7.7 7. 7 million people in the world have recovered from coronavirus, have the antibodies. I always wondered, do those people have to wear masks? Yes. <laughs> they do? Do you wear a mask, they, Jerry? You know, what's, where's, what's, your, what's your mask look like? I have, a, I have a mask in the car, so when I go to Target, or if I go to the Whole Foods, I put it on. But other than that, I've not worn it once. So you're not, um, you're, so you're not like a Karen who refuses to. That's good. I'm glad you you comply. No, by the way, just speaking of Karens, before we get to Tucker, just speaking of Karens, did you see <clears throat> Ted Cruz? My man was on a flight, and he sits down in his seat, and he's got a coffee, like a Starbucks coffee, got, and he's looking at something, his phone, I think, and I think he has like some food, like a donut or a muffin too. Healthy. So he takes his Boy. mask off. Obviously, they take a picture of him and they report him to, I think it's United Airlines. You can get that picture, Dave. It's everywhere. Of course, it went, went viral because it's um, because it's Ted Cruz. But they report him to the airline and the airline says they're investigating. And my question, in fact, I looked at the comments on the uh, on the tweet and everybody said the same thing was, how is he supposed to drink his coffee? And I don't. I don't see an answer to that. What What are you supposed to do if you're if you're Ted Cruz or anybody? And there's a rule that you have to have a mask on. What do you do when they bring you your coffee? <laughs> you like just, pour it in your ear? Yeah, you just you stick the straw in your mask and just try to drink it that way. But that's I mean, disgusting because then because then he has coffee breath the whole flight and he's breathing his coffee breath back into his mask. Like that's disgusting. I thought you were allowed to take. So there he is. I, I don't know. You, know, you can't see any food but whatever he's got a coffee his phone he's the mask is not around his chin the way that's people do it i guess to make it like look like you just took it off temporarily but maybe it's in his lap or in his you know in his pocket what's he supposed to do put the mask on every between every sip yes 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 if ted cruz cares he about is? humanity he would yes and and so the um the airline's going to investigate, and what are they going to do if they decided he should have had it on? What what will they do? Bar him. He's, the, a, he, he's a danger to other United Airlines customers, and he should be barred from the from taking uh, flights. I'm not. I'm not sure if you're serious or you really believe that, but uh, we'll find out with the investigation. I mean, is that what they're going to do to everybody? You got to have a mask and like hold it down, sip your coffee like this. Uh, yeah. I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm not traveling much because it does not look like a lot of fun in airports or on airplanes these days. Well, you're in Maine, or you have anyway. to take a COVID test before going into the state, Jerry. Yes, I do every time I come up. Every weekend, I'll you take another test. And you know what I do every weekend? I quarantine for 14 days every weekend. It's weird, <laughs> but I, I found a way. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about Shay, and then hey, before gonna- you uh, before you tell me about Shay, I can personally confirm Clay Travis's latest tweet. You can add free Hong Kong 
to NBA jerseys now. Oh, good. Okay, good. So it's soft yeah, now. Share it, Jerry. The comment section. Not, not the players. Not, not, not the players, players right? No, the fan. I can order a custom jersey right now with free Hong Kong on the back. Yes. Oh, you just, won't see a lot of those. But they had to do that because this guy, this Hookstead guy, exposed them when he ordered a, what did I say? He ordered a Beware of the Jews. <laughs> Imagine wearing that one out in public. <laughs> Well, it depends, cops. On, it depends on where you're going. You know? I bet you it'd be tough to talk your way out of a speeding ticket if you had kill cops on your jersey. That'd be a little difficult, wouldn't it? Especially if it's a Jewish cop. <laughs> you would beware the Jews on the front and kill the cops on the back. That'd be it's really good. challenging. It's a good point. Yeah. It's a good point. What would you what would you have on your jersey, Alex? Would you have some kind of rainbow thing or what would you have if you had to pick? I one? would have that would, that's what it'd be. Some kind of rainbow thing. That's what I would say. No, I, I would have vote. 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 Get out there and vote. vote. I'm right. pro voting. Yes. That's what it says on Hillary's mask. Have you seen her? her yeah, mask vote. She wants vote. to get out there and vote. Yeah, exactly. That was, uh, that, was, that was Rob Parker's take today on Deadspin. I don't know how Alex is not writing for Deadspin yet, but that was his. That LeBron. I, I've, I've been trying there. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get in there. That's a perfect. You belong there. There's no question. You belong there. But what? you wouldn't really have vote, would you? Have no, some, I would not. No. I would have. I would have some anti-abortion thing like stop killing babies. Just you would. To, That's oh, man, good, that Jerry. Would get, <laughs> that would get everybody going. At least all the you know the woke people on uh, on ESPN. By the way, did you see that all the ESPN, including former ESPN or Jamel Hill. Uh, they were telling. I love when liberals like you guys eat your own. I loved it when uh, when the New York Times went after Bill Simmons. The New York Times going after ESPN now and the racial you know over uh, the racial racist uh, climate yeah and they went through different black people who didn't get promoted um they're gonna make it hard for companies to h- take a chance and hire like like portnoy you don't think dave portnoy barstool is ever gonna hire you know outspoken black guy again he's so afraid that they'll turn on him like the guys he already hired that he's gonna think twice they're gonna make it more difficult for black people to get jobs and get ahead because bosses like Portnoy or like Simmons are going to be afraid that they'll run to the New York Times and call them racist. But well, I mean, okay. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to give this is your chance, Alex, when I get back here to, to call out Tucker, or should I say Tucker's uh, right-hand man. Um, you must have loved this story. You must have loved this story when they exposed Tucker's head writer as a racist. Well, my question is, was he in trouble because he kept it a secret because he was writing under pseudonym? I mean, Tuck, I don't I don't understand why he got in trouble. This well, writer. I'm pretty sure he couldn't do it up front, but we'll explain all that when I uh, after I tell you about Shea Concrete. You know about it, but I'm going to tell you again, it's a fourth generation owned and operated business that's working hard day in and day out to be a trusted precast partner. It's a family business. It's like even if people aren't family are like family, that's the kind of company Shea Concrete is. They're a local company, but they're all over and over expanding because they do things right. they got four state-of-the-art manufacturing facilities. They're all hiring, by the way, and I'll tell you about that in a moment. If you're a contractor, I'll tell you some of the products shake and deliver to your job site ready for installation. Water and wastewater products, barriers and bollards, stairs and bulkheads, deck footings, electrical and communication products. They don't just do precast. They do lots of things. The list goes on and on. These guys can do it all. And if you're an engineer... Even better, they can help you design your next project. You need help. You know it. Call them. They will help you. they got some brilliant young engineers. Give them a call for more information or for an estimate or just log on to shakeconcrete.com. And if you'd like, if, if you need it, 
you can look for a job there too. Shakeconcrete.com. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll hiring in all four places. They're always looking for CDL drivers. They're looking for a few other people. Uh, they're expanding, they're growing and they take great care of their people. This could be the place for you. If you're one of those million people who were put out of work in Massachusetts by Governor Baker, check them out at shakeconcrete.com or just send your resume to jobs at shakeconcrete.com. See if it's a good fit. Shake and ask for a hat. Ask for a hat. I'm going to get Alex a hat. Um, I want one. This, I, I joked yesterday that the guy's name is Blake. Is it Blake Neff? Yeah, Blake Neff, uh, writer for uh, for Tucker Carlson. And I'm going to say this, Alex. I don't know for a fact. But I'm going to guess he's a damn good writer because one thing Tucker has is, is like well-written monologues. He does like two or three a show. Some hosts can't ever do them, and they, they just can't do them. They just introduce the guests and off they go. He goes on these great monologues. And I don't think one guy could have written them all. Tucker's a good writer. I've read you know, his most recent book is very good. But this guy, I'm going to guess, he, he claims that you don't hear anything Tucker say on that show that he didn't write or at least co-write. So I'm going to guess he was pretty good at his job. But in his spare time, he had a pseudonym and he was posting racial things on, on various you know, blogs or, or uh, message boards. Somehow he got caught. Someone ratted him out. Immediately, Fox News fired him. Um, I'm pretty sure he's going to get the 7 p.m. slot on MSNBC. He's going to be a host on MSNBC because they're all they're cool with racists and homophobes. But Fox they are is why? not. Who? Because they just hired Joy Reid, oh, dummy. Right, right, right. right you, yeah. Don't tell me you like her, Alex, because she doesn't like your people. I'm not a huge fan of hers, but I think people can change over time. I mean, these alleged posts from her, what, like 15 years ago or something? I mean, but but it's one thing. I mean, they were real blatant homophobic stuff. And she denied it and said she was hacked, which is makes it worse, in my opinion, because you're lying. By the way, she's speaking of changing over time. Did you see Jamel Hill's tweet last night? (laughs) My my unfortunate my unfortunate Hitler moment. Oh, yeah, that she wrote that. Oh, right. She's terrible. I know you love her, Alex. She's a terrible writer. She wrote about, and, and by the way, it's the dumbest analogy. She um, talked about Deshaun Jackson, how she experienced, what does she call it? Unforced error about uh, her Hitler moment. Yep. Unfortunately. She said rooting for the Celtics was like saying Hitler was a victim. Well, first of all, it's a terrible analogy. It doesn't even make any sense. Whoever, secondly, Shouldn't alarm bells go off in your head when you write something like that and say, maybe this isn't appropriate. She's not a good writer. She's not good, good at analogies. And she writes this whole piece about how she can relate to Deshaun Jackson. It is amazing. Jamel Hill's made millions. She has millions of followers and she's not good at her job. She's not. Oh, anyway, she's excellent. She provokes outrage from you, from you people. She's great. You read that. You read the column she wrote in Atlantic yesterday, and tell me it's well written. I don't well need done. to read you it. It's great. Me. It's. I, I'll just say it's great. It's an important point to make. I'll say I know. That. I know you will. But um, this is your chance because Tucker's guy got fired immediately, and Tucker was asked or was asked was forced to talk about it last night. He explained it. He didn't really. He didn't defend the guy, nor did he really harshly condemn him. He just said, he's he's gone, we're done. Washed our hands of him and I'm going fishing. That's what Tucker did last night. Let's play it. Over the weekend, you may have seen stories about a writer on this show called Blake Neff. For years, since he was in college, Blake posted anonymously on an internet message board for law school students. On Friday, many of those posts became public. 
Blake was horrified by the story and he was ashamed. Friday afternoon, he resigned from his job. We want to say a couple of things about this. First, what Blake wrote anonymously was wrong. We don't endorse those words. They have no connection to the show. It is wrong to attack people for qualities they cannot control. In this country, we judge people for what they do, not for how they were born. We often say that because we mean it. We'll continue to defend that principle, often alone among national news programs, because it is essential. Nothing is more important. Blake fell short of that standard, and he has paid a very heavy price for it. But we should also point out to the ghouls now beating their chests in triumph at the destruction of a young man that self-righteousness also has its costs. We are all human. When we pretend we are holy, we are lying. When we pose as blameless in order to hurt other people, we are committing the gravest sin of all, and we will be punished for it. There's no question. We don't need the rest of the lecture. <laughs> just, just uh, that that's, it. that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. And then he yeah. said he was uh, going on vacation. He was going fishing for the rest of the week, which is, you know, I, I know that's a move, as you pointed out, that Jimmy Fallon did, Jimmy Kimmel did. Jimmy Kimmel said, I'm taking like three months off, didn't he, when he got caught in blackface? Well, he, he, released, he released a statement and then said, so he never went on camera and apologized or said anything for it. At least Tucker went and addressed it on camera. And and what is what did he do? Tucker didn't do it. I mean, yeah, you're right. uh, and he's only taken whatever four days off. That's what he said to go fishing, to go trout fishing. Uh, and uh, Brian Kilmeade is filling in, which is disappointing to me. Tucker's a big, you know, big part of my life. Eight p.m. I got to be there in front of the TV. And Brian Kilmeade is amazing, by the way. He got his. He's there. He works at like five a.m. Then he has a radio show. Then he's doing Tucker. I mean, he's an animal. But anyway, I said that radio show just must be a mail-in special. All these people's radio shows. I, I think it's one of those syndicated things where you interview politicians. But Tucker was not as harsh as I thought he would have been on his former writer, Blake Neff. Uh, I guess maybe they're friends and he liked him. But the stuff he posted was, believe it or not, it's even worse than what uh, Joy Reid posted. He actually used the N-word. Um, Would you let a jet black Congo and wear do LASIK eye surgery on you? He writes. Yeah, it's. I wouldn't get LASIK from an Asian for free. What, what does that even mean? Why wouldn't you get LASIK from an Asian? It's yeah. Jerry, look, this guy, it's abhorrent. And Tucker didn't go that hard on him because Tucker agrees with him. That's what the bottom line is, Jerry. No, I think I think he just hates the uh, the mob. And his first instinct is always to go against the mob, which is why he's great. And he knows the mob is coming after Blake Neff. And you know what? He probably did like the guy and he probably is frustrated saying, why did you do that? Honestly, why did he do that? Did the guy really think he was never going to get caught? Because he, he, he obviously believes it all. And he's very passionate about these issues. What, believe that he wouldn't let an Asian commit uh, <laughs> perform late? What the hell does that even mean? Why would you not let an Asian? I mean... Uh, I got them here too. Don't you? Are you looking at them right now? Yeah, I have oh, some Christ. of them. I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at CNN's story, okay. and as soon as I'm reading a big pop up of uh, of uh, Don Lemon pops up, it says, oh, "Silence is not an option." His new podcast, Don Lemon, "Silence is not an option." Listen now. Who the hell would ever do that? <laughs> a lot of people. I like Don Lemon. He's my favorite CNN. Oh, anchor. he's terrible, Alex. He's terrible. How about him? Uh, lecturing Terry Crews because Terry Crews doesn't, you know, thinks all lives matter. I love that stuff. He writes, 
on June 5th, that's this year, that's a month ago, black dudes staying inside playing Call of Duty is probably one of the biggest factors in keeping crime down. What? Well, he means that because black people are inside not committing crimes is what he was trying to say. Honestly, given how tired black people always claim to be, maybe the real crisis is their lack of sleep. Right. I, I don't I don't, I don't even understand half these posts, but, you know, they got caught. His life is over. You know, he's probably, I don't even know if he is a good writer when I read, the, when I read these posts. He sounds like an idiot, but um, we'll find out how much Tucker needed him. Don't you think that'll be interesting to see going forward if Tucker has fewer... Um, uh, fewer uh, monologues because he lost his top writer. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty obvious that Tucker is going on vacation because the story broke, right? I mean, it, it's very coincidental. Do you do you remember when Bill O'Reilly, his predecessor? I do. Yes, Easter, right? He was, he was enjoying the Easter weekend with his family, yes, and then he'll he be back. Yes. He said he was going to like Italy or Rome or somewhere. Uh, he's a long planned vacation. Oh, there was only, what, two or three or four or five women accusing him of violent sexual assault and rape. And uh, he decided, now it's the time to go on vacation. I believe that was the last we saw of him. Wouldn't that, wasn't his last, wasn't his, that his last day in that slot when he said, he, I'm going to go on vacation? He as does, Gretchen though. Carlson is. Yeah, he does, though, some Collins, I think, to Hannity, to Rush or Hannity still. Bill O'Reilly, and he has a show on that, like Newsmax. Yes, he does to Hannity. He has a show on the first, which is a cable, oh. or I don't even know, TV. Uh, and he does similar monologues, but it's kind of sad. I compare him to Drew Bledsoe watching Tom Brady take over and just take the go to new heights. That's what he's doing, watching Tucker set records for cable news uh, um, ratings. And by the way, set the agenda. The guy is totally setting the agenda for, uh, you know, the right side, the good side, my side, Tucker mm. Carlson every day. He is the ultimate newsmaker trendsetter. I don't know what I'm going to do for the next four days. Maybe I'm going to go trout fishing. I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, I, I can, I, I can imagine though, if he's like trout fishing and some of these like Antifa scum find out like where he's going, they'll probably go there and like, you know, just throw things at him. His life, his life is not easy. I know he's rich as hell, but Tucker Carlson can't go to the grocery store anymore. Oh, what a you shame. Know? I would love to be able to not go to the grocery store anymore. I hate going to the grocery <laughs> store. Who likes going to the grocery <laughs> store? Wasn't well, he now? Wasn't he legit getting threats in Maine where he was? Like where he yeah. was? Yeah. He had a plan to yeah. move to Maine. That He was going to move to Maine. I don't know, full time, but he was building a studio in some remote location in Maine by a lake where he does fish, where he fishes. And they found out about it, one of those media matters or one of those groups, and they um, and they doxed him, and he changed his plan. He's not – I don't think he's doing it anymore. I don't think he's going to work out of, out of Maine anymore. We'll see. Maybe he'll find another remote location. But, I mean, they, they went to his house, and his wife locked herself in the closet and called the cops because they were throwing things at his house. You think that's cool, Alex? I mean – you probably do. You probably think that's a good idea. No, I don't think that's cool. But I mean, we don't trout fish. The Antifa, we're not into trout fishing or fishing of any sort. So I think he's safe. I think he's safe. Are you, have you been to any rallies lately? No, I went to one and that was a good experience. And I haven't been to any since. I, I did my part. I'm amplifying their message via my, uh, you know, my large following on social media channels. 
Uh, what do what do you got going on? I know you got lots of things. I know you 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 put out a podcast about spending the weekend in P Town or whatever it was. Well, that I, was a good one. That was I, fire I, the, the Fire Island gays were were chastised for their beach circuit parties, and we were not defending them, but saying that shaming them is the wrong way to go about it, Jerry. I'm going to listen to that one. That's next on the docket. I'm going to get to that. But, uh, and you've written, you, what are you writing today? Uh, there was a, a, a a coach in Illinois, a gay coach who said she was fired for her sexuality. So that's coming on out sports and Forbes. We'll see uh, whoever I want to rail against, uh, in the Republican party. We'll find a sports angle and, and off we go. Well, I'm sure you can go after Josh Hawley. I've done that. You might as well start now. He isn't going away. He's the youngest member of the U S Senate. He's, Yale Law School, Stanford, brilliant guy, smart guy, played this perfectly. He is the, I don't know if he or Donald Jr. is the leading contender in 2024, but I'm. Uh, How about Tucker? Maybe Tucker Carlson. Tucker and Josh, no, Tucker and Candace Owen. That's the ticket for 2024. Oh, my God. Sign yeah, me up. That, that, that would not be easy for uh, for you guys because those two are fighters. That's oh, what you need fighters. I mean, all, right, all, right, all right, Tucker, I abhor, but at least he's talented. Candace Owens sucks. She's like, what is she? she oh, yeah, see? See? I knew it. I knew it. She's yeah, already see, under your skin. That's the plan. Yes. That's all I want is a fighter. That's all I want. That's why I'm sometimes a Trump fan. Some days. Depends what day it is. He's a fighter some days. Big, big election today, though. Trump's on the ballot in um, Alabama. Jeff Sessions against Tommy Tuberville, former coach, Auburn coach. And this is this is I'm dead serious. This is Ann Coulter versus Donald Trump. And hey. Coulter is the biggest Jeff Sessions fan. Trump hates Sessions, obviously. He just will never get over the the fact that he uh, forced him to or allowed him to name an independent counsel. So it's. It's Sessions versus Tuberville, but it's really Coulter versus Trump. And I am rooting against Donald J. Trump for Ann Coulter for Jeff Sessions today. I'm uh, I'm following this closely. I mean, you don't care, but whoever wins is going to no. beat, you know, you're that loser, that you know, fool Donald uh, Doug Jones. So I, I, I I'd love good. Jeff Sessions to be embarrassed indefinitely. So I'm rooting for uh, to the coach, the coach, Tuberville, whatever. Uh, yes. But here. Here's my question. Ann Coulter, though, she came out against Mitch McConnell over the weekend. Yes, she sure did, because Mitch McConnell's trying to stop. She loves this guy, Chris Kobach, brilliant guy, Harvard. I know who he is. Oxford. Yeah, he's big something. uh, You know, big build the wall guy, huge, you know, fighter on immigration. Um, She loves him, and he's running for, I don't remember what he's running for, uh, but he's uh, uh, a. Mitch McConnell's endorsing, supporting his opponent for, I guess, Congress or is it Senate? I'll look it up. But she wants Chris Kobach to win no more than anything in the world. And Mitch is trying to stop him. So I'm with her again. Screw so me. you're with Amy McGrath, the Democrat. You want the Democrat, Democratic challenger to take down the Senate majority leader? I love you. That's great. Well, no, I mean, I. She supports Amy McGrath. She said, "Vote Amy McGrath." No, but if we, if Republicans um, remain in control of the Senate, then someone else is, you know, Senate majority leader. It's just not. uh, Yes, he was the Secretary of State in Kansas. He's he's uh, running to succeed Pat Roberts in the U.S. Senate. Chris Kobach, and uh, he's a brilliant guy. Went to Yale and Oxford, and he's just a a, war, a hawk on the uh, on immigration. So she loves him, and Mitch McConnell's trying to stop him. So 
I'm uh, I'm a Chris Kobach guy too. So, um, I mean, I don't like Mitch McConnell. I don't even know how he got to where he did. And it seems strange. The guy with no charisma, he's weird looking. He sounds weird. Managed to get to the heights. He's, I mean, he must be good behind the scenes, back making backroom deals. Because it seems like the last guy in the world you'd want as the face of your party. I mean, he looks like a turtle. And I don't uh, mean Turtle Boy. He looks like a turtle. Uh, hey, what I, happened to Turtle Boy, by the way? Turtle Boy was was promising to call in and uh, get under your skin again today, and he didn't do it. Afraid. I'm Because t- I'm wearing my BU police shirt today. That's why. I'm with the boys in blue. So he, he didn't, didn't, he didn't reach out to me today, but he did, I did see him in the comments giving Alex a little bit of shit. But uh, he said he was banned on Twitter again. So I don't know. I don't know but who knows? Uh, was he? That's too bad. Too bad. By, by you. I thought you were defunding the police. Me? You're, you're now you want to support the police? I did yeah. a story on the BU Police Department as a college student, and they gave me a shirt. <laughs> By the way, did you hear your old BU, you know, uh, your fellow alum, AOC? She said the dumbest thing she's ever said, which is remarkable the other day, which she blamed the spike on in crime on people shoplifting bread to feed their family. Maybe this has to do with the fact that people aren't paying their rent and are scared to pay their rent. And so they go out and they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. She said this on the day a one-year-old was murdered in her city. A 22-month-old baby was shot in the stomach and murdered. And this moron that went to the same school as you did and took the same courses as you did. I don't know what the hell is going on over there, but this moron comes out and says it's people shoplifting bread when there's no spike in shoplifting. The spike is in violent crime in murder. And, 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 and she's so stupid. It's just, it's, it's good. It's good for us because she's never going away. She's going to be in the Congress forever and you will be proudly supporting her. Correct. She's going for president. She, she couldn't win any, any, any other office. She can't win statewide. She can't win Senate. She could never be governor. She will never be a cabinet secretary because then she would have to give up her seat in Congress and she might never get it back. So I think she will be representing that shithole district oh, in New geez. York for the next. It is. Have you seen her district? It, that district is years. that district is America right there. Well, she's uh, did nothing, done nothing to help them. Amazon wanted to come in there with 20,000 jobs and she said, no, no, no. We like people on the dole. We need them dependent on government. That's her. That's the reason she's there in the first place. But anyway, Alex, you can follow Alex on Twitter, right? Alex Reamer one. That's you me. That right. You got that right. Alex Reamer one. Why'd you do that? Is there an Alex Reamer two, three, four? Uh, that, Alex two was my first partner who called into the show oh, years right. ago. You know that. Uh, but oh, Alex, we they, they, they were all taken. They were all taken. Alex Reamer, Reamer, they were all taken. So. I had to go with the one. Uh, you can follow Alex Reamer on Twitter or read him at Forbes.com or read him at, I don't know, everywhere else. But uh, check it out. Thanks, Reamer. We will talk to you again soon. And thanks to uh, Shake Concrete and to Allied Paving and to DCU. Who else, Colin? Who else do I have to thank? Uh, new, uh, new sponsor, wire, wireless earbuds, Raycon. You can hey, yeah. Say that again. Say that again. Say that again. Raycon. Why do you keep coming in and out? Raycon wireless earbuds, best there is. Uh, you can check out our show notes for the link. It's Raycon, buy Raycon.com slash GRE. And then the other thing we need people to do 
because they're getting lazy. And I know for a fact that 96% of our audience listens on Apple, uh, on iPhones. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. I need 20 of them by tomorrow. All yeah. Right? 20. All right. 20. Demanding it. All right. People are getting Tell lazy. a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Tell a friend. Why don't you tell your friends, Rima? Tell your friends to subscribe. I will. Because, you know, you're a part of this and they, they want to hear you today defend, you know, communist China and defend Antifa. So they uh, they should be tuning in and telling their friends. All right. Get the word out, please. I'm on it. I'm on it, Jerry. I'm on it. We're going to mobilize. Excellent. We're going to mobilize Team Reem. Don't worry. Excellent. Thanks, guys. And thanks to everybody for listening. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is the Callahan Podcast. And we'll do it again tomorrow. Why am I stopping? No one else stops. I don't. Can I go home? The Jerry Callahan Podcast.